Yesterday had no business being that hot. <laughs> I was not ready. That kind of temperature jump, it was just kind of, that was that was crazy. I was not ready for that. Well, it's going to be just as hot today, so. So I'm just going to stay here in my room where it's nice and shady and just keep everything dark and. <laughs> Can't. Got things to do. No. I quit. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm just kind of done doing things. So I'm a little uh, little irritated, little at at some things, and just a little frustrated. But you know, it is what it is. I'm not gonna stress about it too much. So I definitely, you know, I don't know why I'm sleeping better when it's warmer. But yeah, for whatever reason, I have been. So I'm just okay. I'm not in a rush to go, but I'm not the one digging those fence posts. <laughs> so, well, yeah, yeah, but we have to uh, get those up. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe how much bigger our property is than I thought. And yeah, the city manager came out and or assay or whatever, and where he marked it, mm-hmm. he marked it based on the city surrendering the alley because they're going to surrender the alley, and what that basically means that I have for my property as well as, you know, us taking uh, the north lot. So, and I'm like, okay, you know, so. But there's a cut-in that is something like 60 feet up I have to go into to be able to properly mark it going uh, east, so heading out towards the street. So I'm not in a rush to do that because there is definitely stinging nettle in there. My arm yesterday was totally feeling it for a good chunk of time, so I'm not in a rush to walk in there. So, but should have said something. I was just talking about how we have the things for a natural remedy for things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. It's just called time. It was, <laughs> it was fine. I didn't die. So, but I am definitely looking forward to not having neighbors behind us, <laughs> not seeing neighbors behind us. I want to be able, you know, I, I know it sounds weird. Just, I'd like to be able to go in my backyard and pee if I wanted to, you know what I mean? It's like, it just you name it. I want to be able to go in my backyard and do blank without my neighbors looking at me or seeing me. So that's just where that is. And, uh, yeah, and I hate that trailer. I'm going, I hate that trailer. So we'll see what happens there. But I uh, messaged yesterday into one of the podcasters groups and you know, told everybody, I was like, hey, you know, this uh, I'm doing this thing, this promo thing, and this is what I've been doing and, and uh, paying for it. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, we decided not to pay for it. We didn't, you know, it, we didn't think the numbers really mattered, you know, but this thing is stinking awesome. So I'm going to try to build something similar to this so that it allows me to go into these different groups and say, Hey, like, Hey, you know, guys just, you know, this is podcast this is what we cover and, and gets people in here. And if you're one of our listeners coming in from those, um, just so you know, for the next uh, few days, you're not going to be getting notifications. So definitely come and check us out, uh, organically on your own. You're not going to get them. So apologize for that. Um, just that's, that is what it is. We've got a little hiccup. And so, uh, coming on Friday should be able to, uh, to promote those again, and those of you who are learning English from Kiki and I, we really appreciate it, and I'm sorry for the cussing. <laughs> so, you know, so, yeah, how'd you sleep? Um, Honestly. I, I, it was fine. 
it wasn't warm so I was able to fall asleep and I was just you know tired so well I, I assume that I mean you worked yesterday at the garden club right yeah how'd that go so I mean I figured that probably wore you out a little bit just well yeah but uh it, it was it wasn't anything crazy though that we did just because it was it just it, we didn't have a whole lot to do yet they don't mm-hmm. have a whole lot of seeds so I'm gonna be giving and sharing some of the ones that I have because they they don't have a whole lot going for them mm-hmm. they literally got everything that they got from donations from them asking for donations during their open house so and you know everybody you know all these people took slips but not a whole lot of things returned so mm. okay so like they didn't have any you know pre soil mix or anything besides the small bags they had for seed starting and then yeah. They didn't have a whole lot of seeds besides, like, some squash, cucumber, um, okra, and then a bunch of flowers, and, like, just not not really anything legitimate. So, while those things are great for the space that they have and the time that they had to get things started and going, like, yeah, they don't have any lettuce or cabbage or, you know, broccoli, cauliflower, all that stuff. Like, they had nothing. So so what are they going what were they going to grow? It just what they had. They were so keen on starting seeds that they were going to be doing the squash and pumpkin and stuff and I was like that's so stuff that it's not supposed to be planted yet yeah. and you can't plant those things just like And the in kids the that you have this year aren't going to be there this summer to take care of it. Yeah. So anything, so, you know, that's that's the thing. It's not a year-round school. So what is she going to do? Show up every day and water them? She expects well, you to it, do it. Yeah, no, it's like it's no. Just, but still the the things that even the things that they're planning on getting in the ground they don't have any kind of system in place to even have things watered on the weekend because nobody can be there on the weekend mm-hmm. so yeah they they really didn't think anything through <laughs> they were just like let's have a garden club and then that was it so it's gonna be interesting because now i have to figure all those things out with them because the last thing they want is to you know go home on a friday and come back on a monday to no plants anymore mm-hmm. so but they can utilize the fence that is around it as a trellis so i was telling them like yeah that's perfect for planting like the cherry tomatoes Mm -hmm. perfect for that um you can tie up peas to something like that you could do like there's so many things you can put there but you know you have to plan it out still because yeah that may be in you know seven eight foot fence but you still have to be able to plant things and that ground is not suitable for planting things. Mm-hmm. And they're still, we're adamant on they're going to put the peas in the ground and grow them up. Um, they got a bunch of uh, pallets and they're going to use them as trellising. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like you can, you can do that. The peas won't grab onto that, but sure. Peas don't grow like roses where they like, you know, have these little sticking bits that, stick to the walls and things they mm-hmm. they have tendrils that wrap around stuff to keep them held up so if you can't wrap around it and it has to be thin enough that it can wrap around and a pallet doesn't have anything thin on it so it's just like you know they're gonna grow that and i'm like whatever you literally would have been better off growing that on the fence but you know put pallets in front of the fence for the peas to grow it's sure <laughs> yeah. So it's just one of those things. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to argue with that. Peas or peas. I'm not even sure if I'm going to get any peas this year because it's already so hot. Again, <laughs> it's so frustrating that we don't get a, you know, P 
period of just 70s. Like, we don't. We just don't. We don't have a spring. We go straight into summer. As soon as it's 85 outside, that's it. It's summer. Mm-hmm. And we're literally, we're on that borderline right now. It's 80 degrees outside every day. The peas aren't going to be happy. The same thing goes for broccoli yep. and cauliflower and cabbage. Like, they don't like it when it's hot. They like that nice, cool 75 as the warmest days. But, you know, I'm still going to try. Like, I have some good, I, I have some purple cabbage now that I'm excited about because that's, like, amazing for, like, Asian dishes and things. All cabbages. But I, you know, love purple cabbage. And uh, mm-hmm. so I'm excited about that. And then... um got you know a different variety of strawberries so that's going to be cool because those ones like the the biggest issue from with buying the strawberries from the in the like sets that aren't grown yet is that they a lot of those varieties don't have runners meaning that that variety of like that strawberry plant like that's it you have those strawberry plants they don't really reproduce with strawberry plants other varieties have runners that you cut the runner off and plant it in the ground and it grows its own roots and turns into an entire like strawberry plants in the right conditions are also invasive because mm-hmm. they just keep growing and growing and growing which and i'm so, not against well yeah but we <laughs> but don't yeah. we would never get them because we have too many ants and birds mm-hmm. so that it would just it wouldn't matter they would find them and then that'd be it so you know i was walking around in our backyard yesterday i really didn't see any ants do you see any in our backyard Yes, all over the oh. place. You're not looking in the right places, I, I guess. guess. But uh, there's a there's one spot that's next to my um, U-shaped garden bed that okay. just they keep coming back. No matter what, every like two months, no matter what I do, they just they come back. And then there's another spot where there was an exposed root in the ground that started breaking mm-hmm. down, and uh, they're tunneling and digging throughout all that so that every time it rains, they start about to rain. They start building up to try to save themselves and then um but like those are the only those are really the only big ones in the backyard um there's a couple of random ones here and there that didn't that don't seem to have recovered from the last i think that's probably just what i'm thinking about because like i i see pictures of people posting their gardens and like i'm trying to do my garden and look what these ants did and like there's yeah no i don't have anything crazy like like that besides the one that just keeps trying to crawl up into the garden beds the back Mm -hmm. left corner they just they're so adamant. No matter what I put there, they just keep trying. So, Do the uh, chi- will, will the chickens eat them? Or if they get there, they I put them in front okay. of it, and I could dig so that they're exposed and put them in front of it. They just they're not super interested in ants. They don't go crazy for them. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because they're red ants, carpenter ants. If they are bite, no bite. I don't. I literally I don't know what it is. But they're just not super interested. If they get to a point where they found themselves over there already and they were digging around in it, they'll destroy the mound. But they'll be interested for it like maybe three minutes and then they're just done. So they haven't gotten to a point where they'll actually like destroy it, eat them all and, you know, move on. Like that's that's just not what they do. So I've tried. (laughs) But um, I'm still going to keep fighting it because, you know, it's a good a good bed <laughs> i want to be able to utilize it without worrying about all the things that i grow in it being eaten okay. but no matter what as soon as i get flowers ants start coming around because they like to eat the pollen just like you know the bees take it and so mm-hmm. they try to get there beforehand and so they're normally there like early early in the morning and then they leave by midday so the bees have it so but those ants are normally the ants that come for the flowers aren't like destroying anything they have lines that they you know come from mile away <laughs> to come get some nectar mm-hmm. and then leave <laughs> so they don't actually make home in the garden 
so it's literally just whatever these ants are it's two two piles over in the garden area and then we have a bunch in the front yard but those kind of some of them got washed away i could tell they're just they're all underneath the concrete on our um north parking lot yeah they're, just, they're all that. over there there's none really on the south side it's they're all on the north side so i can only imagine that it's because the north lot doesn't have any kind of activity going on so everything's left to be wild there and so that's probably they're just trying to go you know expand come further and further in our direction and then realize that there's civilization there and then they keep just dying because we keep getting rid of them <laughs> so mm-hmm. but you know but yeah no so yeah and with that good morning it is march first yes and welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time so we got a couple of national days today yes yay so let's go ahead and get into it so the first one is uh self-injury awareness day so self-injury awareness day on march 1st each year focuses on increasing education and support on a misunderstood problem When someone causes deliberate self-injury or harm, the action is an indication of emotional distress. According to research from the Journal of American Board of of Family Medicine, approximately 4% of Americans self-harm with the majority of those being college students. The day aims to help friends and family recognize the signs and to help those in emotional distress find help. Help and support can be found. Self-injury occurs in many forms, including cutting, scratching, punching, and ingestion of chemicals. I've actually never known anybody that's ingested chemicals for something like that. Mm -hmm. I did not know that was a thing. Those who self-harm do so for a variety of reasons. Some of them include coping with fear, stress, anxiety, or inducing positive feelings. People who self-injure may try to hide their injuries. Their clothing may not fit the season. Other signs may include unexplained cuts, burns, or bruises, inability to handle emotions, avoiding relationships, problems with relationships, issues at work, home, or school, and poor self-esteem. Resources and support are available to help understand and treat self-injury. Seeking a professional consultation is an essential first step. So to observe Self-Injury Awareness Day, learn more about self-injury and find help if you need it. Organizations around the country will be hosting events with speakers and seminars designed to start a dialogue and provide helpful information. Understand that no one has to suffer alone and there is help. Attend Mm -hmm. an event or organize an event near you. Wear orange to show your support. Help remove the stigma associated with this and other mental health concerns. Open a dialogue by starting the conversation. And you can find resources and support by visiting the Center for Discovery or www.personalizedcause.com. Okay. And obviously, you have local helpline centers everywhere. There's Mm -hmm. so many phone hotlines that you can call. And and I... I Here's... Look, if you're feeling depressed, I, I will tell you as somebody who fought with it in a big way, you can't be out on the street and alone you know in the middle of summer just not having anybody and not know what depression is you know you can't be in a a Denny's dumpster looking for food you know while grease just permeates your shoes and your lower and your pants and your socks without knowing what depression is you can't have your fiance die while you fall asleep next to her and feel guilty for it, about it for the rest of your life because it, you fell asleep, you know, without knowing how people feel with things like that. And I will tell you the best things for me. And, and I used to do it and there wasn't a Walmart back then, but I, I still do that now is I just go to Walmart just to walk around, you know, just listen to interactions and other people and just kind of get your mind out of it. And 
get to a target get get yourself get yourself the help you need but get around people look i don't care if you go to a church you don't have to believe in god to go to church mm-hmm. you know it's not the answer the answer is hey sometimes we just need to get around people who don't know us so we can be us sometimes it's just a matter of getting out and 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 going fishing you know because i, I will tell you that you know as i was really fighting through my depression um i there wasn't a single waterway in Sacramento that I did not put a pole in. <laughs> I fished places that, you know, I wasn't supposed to fish, but I didn't care. I just, you know, whatever it's going to take for you, whatever it's going to be, you know, and, and a lot of help is out there for free mm-hmm. and a lot of it. And sometimes uh, I'll tell you, it was really what I went and I, uh, loaves and fishes. It was why I volunteered there. Cause I just, I knew just being at home, I was unhealthy. I was, I was, and so I just sat there and went, you know what? Okay. So I went out and I started feeding the homeless and, you know, every single thank you helped me feel a little bit better. Every, every single, I appreciate you or God bless you or whatever form of, you know, thumbs up they would give me some, sometimes it was a nod of the head just to help me to keep going, but get the help you need. Mm -hmm. Definitely do. Because the end result is, is the end result. It's not a choose your own adventure book where you can go back, you know, and make another choice. And, and it's, it's never worth it. It's I, I, I came through pretty, pretty well, you know, and, uh, I can tell you that no matter how bad it feels, it does get better. Mm -hmm. It, it gets better. If if I could, you know, it's one of those if you go back in time type things. If I could go back to 19-year-old me or, heck, 18-year-old me sleeping in those bushes, right? And just say, hey, look, I know this sucks. But it's, oh, my God, I might have. <laughs> there was, some, no, it wasn't me, but there was a guy who literally had seen me when I was out there. And, and he just, he saw me, you know, just being homeless and he just sat there and he goes, just keep pushing. I promise you it will get better. And all I could think was like, F you, buddy. I don't want to hear that crap. But now, <laughs> so maybe I did, <laughs> but but it does get better, you know. So with that, if, if there's any help that you need, definitely call mm-hmm. it. A, a quick Google search will find everything that you need, no matter what it is. Every Nobody has to be alone, you know. So, yeah. And we wish you the best. And you can reach out to us. We'll always, hey, we'll take the emails and the messages and, you know, we'll we'll help you out too. That's that's the way we are because we've been there. Mm-hmm. So and with that, let's go ahead and go to our next day. It's a little, little happier. <laughs> so unless you have allergies, specific allergies. The next day is National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Yep. So, March 1st was made for National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Ah, peanut butter. One day is not enough to recognize peanut butter. The goober has been paired, blended, and added with many tasty treats. The creamy, nutty goodness known as peanut butter is so amazingly delicious that when we pair it with creamy and dreamy chocolate, we almost have bacon. We digress. Another great love is peanut butter ice cream. Blended smooth with a few chopped nuts and a drizzle of peanut butter syrup is a peanut butter lover's dream come true. The slang term for peanut butter in World War II was monkey butter. 
A <laughs> monkey visited the lab at Kellogg's one day and dipped his banana in a jar of peanut butter, and he's been ape over the combination ever since. Oh, God. Actually, banana slices with peanut butter sandwich sandwiched between them and dipped in chocolate make a terrific snack. Hmm. Peanut butter and bananas were a combination even fit for a king. Elvis Presley loved the peanut butter and banana sandwich or two. Then peanut butter got its passport and traveled the world. It paired up with some shrimp and got a little saucy. The result is a Thai <laughs> peanut butter shrimp that is so yummy it had to be true love. Things heated up a little when peanut butter jumped into the stew pot to sweat it out with a spring chick seasoned with some cayenne. African chicken peanut stew tastes better than ever. One of the best times peanut butter has ever had is with marshmallows. Fudge enjoys a satisfying dessert status to be envied. So here's some fun peanut butter facts. Okay. It takes about 540 peanuts to make a 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. Wow. Uh-huh. C.H. Sumner first sold peanut butter in the United States at the Universal Exposition in St. Louis. He sold $705 of the new treat at his concession stand. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup was introduced to America in 1928. The oldest operating manufacturer and seller of peanut butter has been selling peanut butter since er, 1898. Okay. Mr. Ed TVs used peanut butter Mm -hmm. as a secret ingredient to get a horse talking. Yep. Americans spend over almost $800 million a year on peanut butter. And January 24th is National Peanut Butter Day. So, to observe Peanut Butter Lovers Day... Fall in love with some peanut butter or a new peanut butter combination. Try peanut butter and apples. Or maybe fried peaches and peanut butter. Try one of the, you know, any any of the things that I've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, or even try some peanut butter and bacon. Definitely share your mm-hmm. peanut butter, your favorite peanut butter combos with us. So, I think it's funny. I am not a huge, like, peanut butter, like, I don't love, 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 love peanut butter. But I crave it every once in a while, and I just like a spoonful of it. And I think it's so funny because I don't like having a mouthful of peanut butter at any point in time. Like, I get a spoon of it, and I eat it like ice cream. Like, I just just lick it and just sit there with it for 20 minutes, a whole spoonful. And then by the time I'm done with it, I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied now. I never go for a second spoonful. And if I break it out, you are going to be taking a spoon. That's usually the way it is. Yeah, because it's good. It's the perfect level of, like, it's dev- it never goes one way or the other in my head. Like mm-hmm. it's you know some things I crave because it's salty and some things I crave because it's sweet. Peanut butter is literally that perfect thing that's never like it's it's never sweet or salty in my head. It's just something that's like ooh, it's either a treat or it's a snack. Like it doesn't matter, and it's not like it's this horrendous thing for me that I can't you know have a spoonful of it and like feel bad because all oh, that it was so bad for me. Like it, it's good, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not. I don't know. It's weird. I I enjoy peanut butter. And, you know, I, I love peanut butter and jelly, like especially mixing and matching the jellies because we are a hoard all the jellies family <laughs> because yeah. we have so many different kinds, mostly because the farmer's market. Everybody mm-hmm. brings all these different jellies and we're like, oh, I got to try that one. Oh, I got to try that one. Our favorite one by far is anything apple or cinnamon mm-hmm. because we devour oh, yeah. those. We yeah. never have those in the house longer than like two weeks. They're gone. <laughs> So, but we end up with, you know, my favorite currently, because I really do hop back and forth, is blueberry. Mm-hmm. The blueberry jam with peanut butter in a sandwich or on toast or in a croissant or whatever. Ugh. I could eat so much of it. You know, <laughs> Even just in a tortilla. Like, I love peanut butter. Tor- I'll eat peanut butter tortillas. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorite snacks. Just slather on some peanut butter, roll it up, and just eat it. Well, and you should look at potato candy, because potato candy utilizes... Um, 
use utilizes peanut butter. It's actually really, really good. Amy made it a few times. It was really good, but she hasn't made it in a while. So, but I, I will say this. And I have no idea where the origins came from in my family for this. But oh I grew God, up eating it. Talk? Yep. <laughs> but it's peanut so butter, mayonnaise, and banana sandwiches with white bread, sliced banana. You slice it in, in half and the, uh, and lengthwise, and then you slice those in half, um, you know, on the short end. And so and then we have is four slices of banana and peanut butter. And it's uh, you know what? I don't care. It's still delicious. I don't know what it is about it, but it has to be regular mayonnaise. It can't be Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip does not work for it. Well, yeah, because they're not the same thing. Yeah. Oh, no. No. But but there's a right, which is why you can't use Miracle Whip for like tartar sauce and things like that. But for whatever reason, from the time I was a kid, I have no idea where it came from. Asked my mom and I've, I've asked my mom three times and heard three different stories. So I'm just like, OK, whatever. So I have no idea where it came from. I do know Elv- I did know that Elvis had peanut butter banana sandwiches because I, when I heard about that I was like, oh okay, well he should have got mayonnaise on them. Who nobody told him. <laughs> oh poor guy. And he would actually get fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches. And I was like, oh that sounded really good. And that was probably the only time that I almost burned down my house at like seven years old. So, <laughs> 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 well okay. So I'm seven years old. We had an electric range. We were renting a house in Vacaville, right? And it was a it was a junky house. It was just one of those little they they used to just throw these sticks together and call it a house, right? And then people would have it as a rental, and so you go in and you rent the thing and everything else. And so I had heard that Elvis loved, and I loved peanut butter, mayonnaise, and banana sandwiches. And so I'd heard that Elvis loved peanut butter and uh, banana sandwiches. And I was like, and they would they would fry them and they would pan fry them. And I was like, oh, that's exciting. Well, I thought pan frying meant that you pour oil into the pan. And so I didn't know how hot the oil got. So I turned our, our you know, old uh, stove all the way up. Oh, no. I filled it up with olive oil. Oh, no. And, and then, uh, you know, it got hot enough. And I took and I, I went to gently put the peanut butter sam- made, pre-made, you know, sandwich into the, um, into the oil. But the first thing that touched the oil popped up and you know hit my hand and i jolted and when i jolted i dropped the sandwich into there and i apparently dropped it in such a way that i bumped the pan and the pan which was by the way a non-stick pan so yeah i was deep frying in a non-stick pan and uh the bottom part of it just caught enough of a spark that it just caught fire oh my god and so i freaked out and I had remembered, you know, oh, you, you put, we didn't have a fire extinguisher, but you pour flour on it. Uh-huh. So I grabbed the 10-pound bag oh of flour that we have, and I whipped it on it, and it went out, and I had made such a big mess. Like, there was no hiding it. Like, I was trying. I was literally <laughs> trying to hide it. I could not hide it. So... Uh, yeah, so I I cleaned up as much as I could and everything else. And then, like, when I thought I had it all done, that was the first time that I looked up at the ceiling and saw the big black oh spot that I had created on the, on the ceiling. Because apparently, while I was putting everything else out, I didn't pay attention that something was actually hitting our crappy wood ceiling. And it was smoldering. And so... <laughs> You know, luckily the house didn't catch fire, but it tried. 
So, yeah. <laughs> so peanut butter, mayonnaise, and banana sandwiches. 99% good memories. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's so funny. There's only been one time that I almost burnt the house down, and it wasn't even like I almost burnt the house down. It was just like, it was one of those jokes, because mm-hmm. I used to love cinnamon sugar rice. It was something that I used to always have, mm. and... It was something that my mom showed me, and it was like, you know, horrendous Mm -hmm. for you. (laughs) But, you know, I was a kid, and I loved it, and my mom showed me how to make it. We never had real rice. We always had the minute rice, and, uh, you know, you have to take it, (laughs) put it in a bowl. Uncle Benny's minute rice. It was never Uncle Benny's. It was literally the red box whatever that oh, was. Oh, the oh, oh, oh. Brand uh, Minute Rice. That was, yeah, I think it was it. Minute Rice was the actual yeah. brand. Okay, so yeah. So you'd put it in a bowl. And we always had Tupperware that we'd do things like this in. So you put rice mm-hmm. in a bowl, put water in it, and then, you know, put it in the microwave and microwave it for like three minutes and you got rice. And I would put sugar and cinnamon and a little bit of milk and I would just eat it. And then I got to a point where I didn't really like having too much milk in it because of the milk issue and blah, 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 blah. But I loved it, right? <laughs> I don't know what happened this day. I don't know what was going through my head. I don't know what I was distracted by. But I decided I want a cinnamon sugar rice. So I came in, poured the rice in a bowl, and then just put it in the microwave. <sighs> and then for we went long? outside for five minutes because I was mm. making rice for both me and my siblings. Mm. And so I went at back in the backyard like, I'll come inside when it beeps. And the next thing I know, I'm hearing my uncle screaming and my mom going, oh, blah, blah, blah. and then they run outside. <laughs> holding a smoking bowl of rice Mm -hmm. and the rice was black and it was smoking it was legitimately smoking and it smelled horrendous and that house stank for the next like three days because if you've ever burned rice like that Mm -hmm. it smells so bad so yeah that's that was the only time that i did it and it was like two minutes in and that was how it was. So if it went the full bit, like I, yeah, that would have that microwave <laughs> would have caught fire. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the only time I've ever done something like that. But you know, I don't have any actual like peanut butter stories. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's you know, but you're good and you're alive. So yeah. But with that, thanks so much for joining us this morning on the Stupid Podcast on Everything. I have been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we just want to thank you. And we'll see you this afternoon on the Afternoon Dive. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.